Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Dr. Amankor and each week we will bring you an important message as we explore how to detox toxic relationships. The aim of this podcast is for you to unlock your own inner knowing, your own inner greatness, so you can know how to heal from the impact of a toxic relationship so you can get your life back on track and live your best life. After all, we are all worthy of loving our life. Today, we're going to be looking at the top five games that narcissists want to play with you so that they can control your mind and manipulate your emotions. We're going to go through this so that you can become that much more aware of how to manage the narcissist in your life so you can get back control. So by the end of it, you'll really understand why you really don't want to allow them and how you can stop them from getting supply from you. So the first way we need to understand, and we see a lot of it around this, we give so much attention to the narcissist. And if you look at all the information out there on narcissism, everything is about the narcissist, you know, what is it that they're doing? And some of the things that the narcissist does is they just basically pretend they don't know. They do this kind of tactic and pretend they're the innocent one or they just don't know or they'll have like a a snarky comment and at the same time they're pretending they don't know because they're going through so much at the moment and they just can't think straight. They're simply pretending not to understand basic stuff. You know, this could mean basic morality or basic things you know like you just don't cheat they kind of like shrug their shoulders and say you know yeah you saw me do something that was terrible but I didn't know that it was wrong I was just trying to do my best you know like they might go and uh, remortgage your house and gamble it all away and just pretend as though they didn't do anything wrong, you know, what they did and they didn't know it was wrong and they thought that they had told you all along even though, you know, anyone and everyone would know that what they're doing was actually wrong and, you know, they know that it's wrong but they pretend that they don't realise that it was wrong. If it's somebody else that they did that, they would know that it was wrong. Anybody would know and they would be the first to condemn someone else But when it comes to themselves, they kind of pretend they don't understand. It's like they didn't know that it was a wrong thing to do. Um, So that's the first thing. They just pretend that they didn't know or they pretend that they are innocent, um, that they haven't done anything wrong. And it is a form of gaslighting as well, that is. The second thing that they do is they basically attack. They attack the attacker. Um, who any if you bring something up they will basically attack you and you will know or sense that because there's a part of you that probably doesn't even want to bring something up because you think is it worth it it's just going to be so much hassle to actually deal with this and this is really good for the narcissist what they do is they basically put the focus back on the person who's actually bringing evidence um, and they're just deflecting it and attacking you um This is basically a tactic that's used in war or or by um, certain countries where they've got like oppressive, um, you know, governments where they basically point the finger back at 
people for bringing things up even if they're caught doing the wrong thing they just try and push it back on the other person they pretend you know the first one is all about pretending not to understand and the second one is basically blaming you and sometimes they might even pretend they don't understand and so then you in your frustration will become you know explosive or overreact or not overreact rightly react and this is called reactive abuse so they're waiting for you to have a reaction because this is so wrong right and this is why toxic relationships is so hard to get over it when you realize what's going on you know what they're doing is wrong and you get angry over it and if you're the person that's then screaming and shouting and getting frustrated you look like the crazy one and that is exactly what the narcissist wants you to do number three is they simply lie <laughs> they will basically maybe even throw in a distraction and try and throw you off the scent so but they'll simply just pretend it didn't happen they'll just say no i never did it um they'll even maybe say you know this is where gaslighting comes in or say never happened um you're lying or they'll turn it around but even if you know or they might even say i never said that i know exactly what i say um you know they have certain sayings like that and even if you've got them taped you know on something or you've recorded them or you've had to write things down they might say even if they did say it you know they say oh no you misunderstood me you heard me wrong um, they'll say, you know, they'll just basically go out and deny it and then just completely, again, this can leave you so frustrated, you know, to an extreme point where you then do have the re reactive abuse, where you're trying, you're reacting to the fact they're abusing you and then the fact that you're reacting, you know, they basically push it back on you and and say, look, see, this is how you're reacting, you're the crazy person, and then you can start um, accusing you, or they'll accuse you of something. The other, the fourth thing that they play, and oh my gosh, this is awful, is like where they tell you, that they make out that they're psychic, I just know, I've got a gut feeling, and my gut feeling is never wrong, or they start telling you stuff like, uh, they tell you what you do or don't know, they tell you what you did or didn't do. They tell you what you thought or you didn't thought. And even in situations where they weren't even there, you know, they might even tell you, oh, you loved so-and-so more than me. I mean, how the hell do they know? Of course they don't know. It makes no logical sense. I mean, of course, it's rubbish, right? But they will make out that they tell you, will, they will tell you, what you think, what you feel, whether you're cold, what you want to eat, what you don't want to eat, what you like, what you don't like. And this is psychic reading where they're potentially telling you over and over again and they're breaking you down bit by bit by bit. And again, you could get into a point where you're just, you know, getting really emotional or get into an anger or rage or something like that where you're they're trying to talk to you as though you're the crazy person and they're not 
nobody's talking about what the narcissist has actually said or done that was maybe morally wrong. And that's so frustrating for you and the injustice of that is so hard to deal with. The fifth game that the narcissist loves to play is reframing. Even if they get caught, the narcissist gets stuck and you've even got evidence against them. And you absolutely know what they did, even if you've got figures to show what they ha what's happened. They can simply reframe it and sort of say, well, we know that that's not what the real issue is. It's because of your relationship with your mother or it's because you're this or you're that. You know, they'll basically turn it around or reframe the situation that actually doesn't make any sense, but is particularly sensitive and hurtful towards you. It will actually trigger a very strong emotional response from you. Um, it's And each of these situations actually trigger an emotional response from you. And you can turn around and say, no, 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 this isn't exactly how I feel. And But they will try and induce something that's really sensitive and insecure to actually induce an emotional anguish or emotional distress, emotional frustration, overwhelm, so that you don't can't deal with it all. Now, with all these games, we do notice that everything they're trying to do to you is all about getting an emotional reaction. They want you to get to a point of extreme frustration where you just basically give up and that is something that we really need to get across here I really truly want you to understand is so much of what the narcissist is really about it's not about them as an individual you know we talk about narcissism and you probably read or listened to so many things about narcissism but it's not about the narcissist that's really the problem here it's about how, okay, yeah, they're egocentrical and, you know, they, they, they just think about themselves, etc. But it's all about the games that they're playing with the other people around them. It's about you and your emotional response. That's what the key issue is here. It's your emotional responses that is really the issue at hand here. And the only way to, we can really deal with this is to actually understand that we're not dealing with a human being as an adult, if you like. We're dealing with somebody that you can't have a normal communication with. I've had clients come to me and they have been in therapy with um, their toxic partner or they've been in therapy by themselves and unfortunately because therapists are using the normal kind of communication where you know if you're really sincere and you tell somebody about how you feel and you go to them there won't be this misunderstanding between you and the other person. I'm sorry it really doesn't work with toxic relationships is absolute opposite that you want to do you don't want to have a sincere honest communication with somebody a narcissist you don't want to tell them how you feel normally if you go to a therapist they'll say tell the person how you feel tell them 
you know, what it is that you, um, you know, so that you can communicate better, that you can understand each other, so that they can understand how you feel and then change their behavior accordingly. The therapist actually believes that the narcissist isn't a narcissist and or they're not educated in that area. Um, so that they, they're trying to tell you and help you when you've got two healthy adults in a relationship and they're coming from that premise that there's two healthy adults in that relationship and they're giving you advice along those ways. Do not tell the narcissist how you feel or be sincere about how you feel in those communications. So all you're doing is giving them more information to actually then abuse you at a later stage, you're giving them more and more information. What you want to do, and, and the other thing with a narcissist is they will change. You know, they're a chameleon. They will change depending and change who they are and how they are depending on how to get a certain emotional response for you from you. It's all about getting emotional response. If they need to love bomb you for a short period of time, tell you what you want to hear, they will tell you what you want to hear so that then they can keep you in a space of ongoing fear, a low level ongoing fear. You know, this is the thing with narcissistic abuse. It's like a low level. You're being like, it's a low level of fear that they're keeping you under all the time all the time. They don't want to do it too much because they don't want you to leave. They want to have you at their beck and call and have the emotional responses from you and the emotional reactions from you so that they can continue to be fed. And that's what supply is all about. And if you've been in toxic relationships, you'll know that that is the case. The only way to really move forward is to understand that this person is not going to change. This person is not going to change. No matter how much you want this person to change, maybe for the sake of the kids or maybe because they're your parent and you just really need them to change and you know you it means so much to you. No matter what, part of the process of actually healing is understanding they are not going to change. You have to start the grieving process. You have to start feeling your emotions and processing your emotions because you've been in under such emotional turmoil for the time that you've been in that relationship. The most important thing that you can do is actually get yourself in a space of actually processing and feeling those emotions and letting go of all those emotions. Otherwise, you're going to be holding on to these emotions for a very long time. You have to allow yourself to release this all. And part of that process is accepting that this person isn't going to change. You have to learn how to tone down and release the emotional reactivity that you're giving this person. You have to give them less oxygen, less air, less to live off. And there's a number of techniques that you can give. You know, first and foremost, the most important thing is actually healing, healing and understanding how to manage your emotions again. Really learning how to do that. You know, healing the trauma of unprocessed emotions. Second thing is, you know, try and avoid these people as much as possible because all they're going to do is 
try and use any communication that you have with them, anything to actually get more emotional reaction from you. That is the thing they're trying to do from you. They're just trying to get you to give them data. The more you speak to them, the more information you give to them, the more they have to actually try and um, trigger you, you know. And all they wanna do is get an emotional reaction from you. So stop telling, you know, stop giving them information about how you feel or what, what they're doing to you. Like I said, if the therapist tells you to tell them how you feel, it's the worst thing you can do. You're just giving them information to actually make you feel even more vulnerable because they don't actually use that information in a positive way. They make you feel worse. They make you feel even more vulnerable. Um, so the other thing that you need to do is start looking at boundaries, right? How do you create boundaries that are in line with your value system and are in line with who you are? The, th the problem that we have is that what the narcissist does is that they break down your barriers and your boundaries over time. They provoke you, manipulate you, gaslight you, lie to you. And they're basically, what happens is that you give so much of yourself, you know, time, money, attention, your health, everything you give to that person, the narcissist. And unfortunately, all the negativity goes into you, all the horrible stuff, you know, and you start actually feeling some of the resentment, the hatred, the self-hate, the fear. There's so much fear and anxiety from the narcissist. It's constantly, and it's done in such a low level that you don't notice it's even happening. And before you know it, you've got trauma. You're carrying a lot of the trauma and you feel like you're not being yourself anymore. And you start to feel like you've taken on aspects of the narcissist that you didn't have before. But that's because they've kind of put a lot of their rubbish onto you. And what you need to do is start to get back to yourself. And part of finding who you are is creating the boundaries and closing off to the negativity and actually starting to heal and really feel the emotions that you've had to go through and the anxiety and the fear and actually start processing all those emotions so that you can get back to who you truly are. Let go of the emotions so that you can get back to your true, authentic, powerful, incredible self that you are. And it's about releasing those emotions that have fallen out of alignment with your higher self or your, you know, your loving self, who you truly are, your positive self. And that's what you're trying to do. And a lot of people that have been in toxic relationships say they feel broken. They feel like they've lost themselves. They've fallen out of alignment with who they truly are because they've given so much to these people. They've allowed doubt to creep in because... You know, these narcissists, they've said things that have allowed you to feel unsure about yourself. And the thing here is, you know, the boundaries need to be put back. And the way you do recreate your boundaries is through love. Because what the narcissist is all about is in actually creating more and more fear in your life so that you're walking around feeling more fearful, more anxious of who you are and more unsure of who you are. 
And what we need to do is actually cultivate a, a practice of self-love so that you then feel like I'm okay to move forward. Now, one of the most important things and why leaving a narcissistic and abusive relationship with a narcissist is never that easy. It's so much easier to leave a, a healthy relationship than a toxic one is because narcissistic relationships are like they, they the love bombing phase is like they give you everything that you've ever wanted. You've never felt so good. And in return, you feel this loyalty and you want to give that back to that person. There's a part of us that is sort of stuck there and leaving that person is, is a lot of guilt um, that gets triggered. Part of healing and being able to truly move forward, even if you're not physically with the person, you can't seem to be able to move forward the way you want to. You might procrastinate, you might self-sabotage, you might hold yourself back in ways that you shouldn't because there's a part of you that feels guilt about moving forward. There is a part of you that feels guilt about succeeding because you don't want to do something bad to, you know, um, you feel like you're being disloyal to that person because they love bombed you so at that when at the, the beginning part so it's really important to actually acknowledge that leaving a toxic relationship is so difficult for those reasons and it's not okay to just ignore that fact it's really important to actually acknowledge that to in order to to actually fully leave a toxic relationship not just physically but emotionally and mentally leave and spiritually leave a toxic relationship you have to process the emotions and the emotions of guilt and shame are particularly important and you have to almost you know um get out of that relationship um physically emotionally etc now if you are interested in actually healing yourself and get into a space of self-love you can do it. It is a lot of work. It takes about four months to complete, which isn't that long, but it's quite um, deep and thorough. And if you're interested in getting to a space of self-love, self-worth, and you want to experience what it feels like to actually be understood and um, heal and move forward and free yourself in every single way that you can so that you can really get to be your best version of yourself then please do download the free masterclass in the resources section and go through the process and hopefully we can talk and we can see how you can heal yourself moving forward till next time remember love is the way forward self-love if there's one thing you've learned from today is that emotions matter and the greatest emotion that you can give to yourself is love through this whole process. Because these people are so manipulative and you want to actually cultivate an incredible barrier around you of love, absolute self-love that's uh, you know not penetrable and so that you can step into your greatness that's what it is, your inner knowing that knows that you are worthy of so much more. And if you are connected to your inner knowing and you are feeling worthy and you want to feel worthy, then do connect up with me. And remember, 
Don't give those narcissists any more of your emotions, please. Till next time, much love.